The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. ever thought about why people act the way they do? Why are some people more difficult to deal with, while others are always pleasant? Let's find out together. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. Your host is Dr. Jonathan Brower. Our program combines expert guests with people just like you who have questions or comments. We'll have fun exploring human behavior. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jonathan Brower. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Jonathan Brower. My show is called Human Behavior, What a Trip. And today we have a very interesting trip. My guest is Jordan Krompf. And Jordan was born in San Francisco, California. His parents divorced when he was four years old. He spent time with mother in Marin County and father in San Francisco. At age 10, after spending the summer in Israel with his mom, she told him, quote, we are not going back, end of quote. At the age of 17, he moved back to San Francisco to be with dad and to finish high school. Jordan began to spend time with his interest in music. After high school, he migrated to Los Angeles to, in his words, quote, to get away, end of quote. At age 20, while in college, he got introduced to Legal Shield. Today, this 27-year-old man is a dynamic force within the hierarchy of Legal Shield. He continues to help many hundreds of people to benefit from Legal Shield. He also maintains his love of music in general and his ability to be a musician. Overall, he's a wonderful citizen who has given positivity and value to thousands of people. So, Jordan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's start from the beginning. Um, when your parents divorced, do you remember what happened? You were only four years old at the time. Well, I, I remember uh, vaguely my parents wanting to make sure that I didn't feel that I was at fault for any of it, but... I, all I remember were uh, positive memories, uh, just enjoying having two homes instead of one. <laughs> uh huh. And so um, you split it pretty much 50-50, being with your mom and then being with your dad? I was mostly with my mom. Uh, my, my dad would drive um, over, usually over the weekend he would pick me up and we'd drive across the Golden Gate Bridge uh, back to the city. Uh, yeah. without, uh, I always enjoyed that ride, but he had quite a schlep. Yes. And then um, at the age of 10, after spending the summer in Israel, your mom uh, lets you know you're going to stay with her in Israel, and you were there for 10 years. Uh, I was there for seven years, yeah. Oh, seven years, yeah. And uh, how was that going to a foreign country? Well, it was interesting because uh, I had gone several times to visit in Israel. That's where 
uh, both my parents were born and most of my family lives. Uh-huh. And uh, this visit was a little bit different in the fact that we we didn't actually come back at the end of the summer, which we were planning on returning. Uh, it turns out that uh, my mom had other plans, and we ended up staying there. It was pretty difficult because I knew how to speak Hebrew. As a matter of fact, it was my first language, uh-huh. and uh, but I, I didn't know how to read and write at all. And having to learn to read and write... Um, in, I, was in, I was going into fourth grade, I believe, fourth uh-huh. grade, not sure. Uh, that was quite a challenge. Uh, and, and on top of that, the weather is quite, quite a bit hotter there than it is in San Francisco. So uh, yes. coping with, uh, with, with, I mean, it's one thing to visit in Israel, but to live in the heat uh, took me a little getting used to. So while you were in Israel, did you, were you able to make the best of it? Or were you, was there a part of you that wished you could have been in San Francisco? Well, it was funny, Jonathan, um, in the beginning, I wished immediately that I, we had not moved there. Uh, it was just very tough. Also, socially, uh, some of the kids called me the American snob uh-huh. <laughs> because, because I, I maybe didn't relate with them. Uh, well, I was a little different in the way I did things, and so they, they thought it was because I was being a snob, but I just didn't, had trouble connecting. Um, and then as the years went by, though, it became... Fun. Uh, the freedom that you have there as a teenager is amazing, and I'm so glad I had that experience because, uh, for example, you know, I would be able to, at age 13, 14, go out at midnight and come back, you know, go to a club or whatever, and come back at like 6, 7 in the morning, and that's pretty unheard of here in America, um, and having that kind of freedom, and also socially having friends, the type of friendships that I made there uh, or more mu- mu- in much bigger groups. Here, what I've noticed, it's a lot of small cliques, and there we were just a huge, almost a, like a gang of friends that we just went everywhere together, and it just became really fun. And yeah. uh, I, But I, I had already decided that I wanted to come back and live in, in, in America. I wanted to pursue music. I started music in Israel, actually, and, and I wanted yeah. to, and I was writing songs in English, so it was really a goal of mine to, to do that. So, so when you were out, when you were living in um, Israel, and you went out out to uh, these clubs, and you stay late, late, and you come home at seven in the morning, was your mother okay with that? Did it take her a while to get used to that idea? No, she loved it. Um, like I said, they have more f- uh, freedom there as as young young adults, or or actually not adults yet, uh, teenagers, and and it's kind of a little bit more accepted there. And, it's not as dangerous to walk in the streets. I mean, there are other dangers like surrounding countries that might be in, yes. you know, the suicide bombings, but that usually doesn't happen at night. And so it, I know, like, I live in L.A. right now. You don't really walk the streets at night, or you don't see a lot of people doing that. In Israel, uh, yeah, you could go out, you know, to, to just hang out with your friends at the park uh, late at night or whatever. Yes, and also... Um in Israel, when you were there, and even past when you were there, there are a lot of soldiers around um, patrolling, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, they're they're everywhere um, because they're just intertwined with um, everyday life. And you get on a bus, there's definitely a soldier too, yeah. and uh, a lot of hitchhiking soldiers everywhere too. Yeah, so in some ways, it was a safe place to be, actually. Yeah, I, I never felt yeah. I never felt in danger. Uh, you know, yes. there was one or two times where there was a suicide bombing that was in a city next to me that, 
that kind of is pretty crazy. But um, at the same time, it's it, it is as bad as it looks in the media. But but Israelis they have a way of of, of dealing with it. I mean, you don't have a choice, so you continue with your life. And uh, I think it, in a certain way, it brings the way they live their lives. It brings people together more. And yes. it's really beautiful there. Yeah. So while you were in Israel, what prompted you to gravitate towards music? Well, I used to want to be an actor, actually. Uh, I wanted, uh, it's funny, and growing up, I have a sister, and she always got all the attention. But I felt like I had some some value to bring, too, but I just never got, I never got the, the limelight or whatever they call it. And so, uh-huh. uh, but, but then um, when I was like, 13, I think, or maybe 14, I don't know. Um, my my best friend at the time started playing drums, and so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll play guitar then, you know, and I started playing guitar. And then uh, I started performing with uh, with the band, and that was just, like, so fun. I figured with acting, you got to usually act out other people's scripts. With music, I could write my own songs and do my own thing, and I found another level of... of freedom in, in, in that and mm-hmm. expression so I really enjoyed it yeah so when you when you started with the guitar did you just uh, learn by yourself or did you have lessons what did you do about that yeah I started with lessons but I never went to the lessons <laughs> uh, because okay. I, I just didn't have I didn't it was boring for me so I, I most of it was self-taught and then it was on and off I would always like okay I got to take lessons so then I would start lessons and then quit and start and then it was just a cycle like that but most of it I guess it's a combination of lessons and being self-taught. Yes. So when you were performing as a musician, what kind of music, were you in a band, and what kind of music did you play? Um, yeah, it was, I was in a band, and the music I listened to, basically, at the time, which um, I, I was watching MTV, and I saw Blink-182, and I, I really liked their style. They were hilarious, and uh, I kind of liked that high-energy rock, and then I got into a band called Offspring. And so a lot of this pop punk, I guess, and that's kind of the music that I wrote. Uh, funny story, when I first, my first performance, um, I just played an acoustic show with my, it was like 50 people. And um, it was my first time really playing guitar and singing in front of an audience. And I, I was covering a Green Day song, a very cliche one, Good Riddance by Green Day, which is the time of your life song. And, um, I was doing all right, but halfway through the song, I forgot the lyrics, and and it was like really funny because everyone started laughing, and then I remembered and I kept going. And I didn't do too well, but uh, at that point, I realized that um, you know I, I was like some people were like, oh, what are you doing? You should quit. That you suck, you know. And so I had to decide: am I going to keep going or am I going to quit? And fortunately, I decided um, that it can't get worse than that, right? So I kept doing it. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then when you uh, came back to San Francisco, you found other groups to play with? Yeah. Yeah. I had um, had a group. We had the worst band name in the world, I think. We were called Ready to Hear It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And was your was your music very loud and yeah. clangy? Or, it, was, yeah? it was loud. Um, it had, you know, teenage angst, and uh, it had... Uh, love songs and all kinds of. Um, okay. Also, some of the songs. Hang on, background. we're coming up. We're coming into a commercial break. Okay. We'll be back in about sixty seconds.
a fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower. My guest today is Jordan Kromf, and we're getting the early years of his life uh, found out about, and then we're going to go on to something even more spectacular. Okay, so Jordan, uh, we were talking about your guitar playing, your performing. You came back to San Francisco. You uh, you finished high school, and then you um, at some point started college, and then at some point you decided college wasn't for you. Tell me about that. Um. Yeah, well, it kind of ties into what we were talking about musically. Um, okay. The music I, w- the music I was writing, um, or the music I was into, punk rock, it had a lot of uh, anti-establishment, um, anti, a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. And but what I really connected to about it was the fact that it, it was promoting thinking for yourself, and not just doing things because everybody else around you is doing that. And that's one thing that I guess throughout my life I've always noticed my philosophy uh, subconsciously has been look where everyone's going and run the other direction, and which has turned out pretty well. As a matter of fact, if you look at majority of society, they're not really doing what they love. They're not very happy. Um, so the music, uh, that's what I loved about it. And, when, and what happened in college, um, and by the way, when I look back on the songs that I wrote, you know, um, when I was 16, 17, Yes. Some of the lyrics in there are actually, I think they're pretty good. I mean, I could have written them better now. I mean, I would probably write it better, but the content was um, just pretty thought-provoking and, and, and it had a lot of, it had a positive message. So when people think punk rock, sometimes they think, you know, that, oh, that rebellious, just being a punk, being mean to people. That's not what I connected to in that genre. Yes. It was uh-huh. the, the free spirit and the independence. And so in college, um, I was looking around me and I saw just, I felt like I was surrounded by drones. Uh, uh-huh. I would ask people, why are you going to college? And 
most people's reason. I mean, of course, don't get me wrong. There's exceptions. There are people of course. who, uh, you know, like yourself, want to become doctors or maybe they want to become lawyers. That's fine. You know, then, yeah, you definitely need to get your education in. But most people had no idea why they were there. They were just following the norm. And they thought that they, they basically said, well, I want to make money. I mean, I need a job someday. And I, I, that just didn't, for some reason, it didn't make sense to me. So I was just kind of dragging my feet along. And there was a period of time where I was getting straight A's in school, but um, that was when I knew why I was going to school. Yes. And then I kind of lost that, uh, realizing that I didn't know why I was there. Yes. And, and then I just started like not caring because I realized that the rules of the game have changed. We're not in the industrial age anymore where you go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and work for a company for 40 years and retire with a golden watch. That doesn't yes. happen anymore. Um, we're, we're in the information age. So I guess my mind was kind of like looking at, okay, well, money. How is this going to make me money? Because I just want to make enough money so that I can focus on my passions and not be yes. a starving artist anymore. Because yes. at the time, I was kind of a starving artist. Yes. So while you were doing the punk rock music, uh, describe to our audience what you look like. <laughs> what did you do oh, to yeah. your face and hair and all that? I, I had a lip piercing, um, and I had... Uh, but most most shocking was the uh, the hairstyle. I had I had a, a real mohawk. Uh -huh. and, um, I, I I can't say the word for a fake mohawk on the radio, but uh, there's a word for it where it's it's not the real thing where they leave people. Uh, anyways, the real mohawk was I would shave the sides of my head, and yes. my mohawk was uh, I, I think at its longest like ten or twelve inches long, and it, and I dyed it different colors like blue and green and purple and. Um, it, it, if you saw me walking down the street, you'd definitely do a double take. And, and if you want to ask me why I did that. Yes. Why did you do that? <laughs> it, it still ties into my philosophies today, which is too many people are asleep at the wheel. And I, I, I love, um, interrupting people's patterns to be able to wake up maybe and realize that there's more to life than just, you know, um, than a, like a, a, a cut, you know, square type of life. So, yeah, yeah. It was the shock value that I loved, and now I do it in different ways. I, I definitely don't look shocking, but um, in the conversations I have, I'm, I sometimes play devil's advocate, or I try to be thought provoking and challenge people's ideas. Yes, um, to, and to your own ideas too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you um, can learn from anyone. So when you had your mohawk and then the piercings, did you like it? Was it fun? Did it tickle your fancy? Um, yeah, I like the attention, but uh -huh. um, after two years of spending more time on my hair than most women do, I realize it's not very punk rock. I mean, spending an hour to get my hair done uh, and and all those different things you put in your hair, like, you know, you could use egg whites or hairspray, and I have thick hair, so it was a lot of work, and so I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm over it, and I'm probably not going to do that haircut again. Yeah. So, so when you had the mohawk and the piercings, what were your parents' uh, reactions to you doing it? Uh, my mom, uh, she she loved it. She just she thought it was hilarious, actually. Yeah. Um, but my dad, he uh, he hated it. Matter of fact, when I was um, nine, I ha I had my, I got my ear pierced when I was nine, yeah. and he t made me take it out because he thought it was gay. He uh -huh. thought it would be gay because of that, and he told me if I don't take it out of my ear, then I won't go with him to Hawaii. So of course I took it out. I'm like, I don't need this. I want to go to Hawaii. And then uh, I got the lip piercing, and, uh, and you know, when I was, I actually got that when I was 14, and um, and I, 
let me see. Or maybe I was 15. Uh, but the, yeah, so what happened was uh, he, he really didn't like the Mohawk, but he didn't say anything at that point because I, I was, uh, at that point I really stood up for myself and what I wanted. Good. So then between um, uh, 17 or 18 or 19 or 20 around that time, then what did you do to earn money before Legal Shield came along? What I do for money? Yeah. Um, I had a very successful career working at coffee shops. I'm just kind of joking, but oh, yeah. I worked at, at different coffee shops and uh, was working at Coffee Bean. Uh, and and, and wait, let me ask you, so this was when you were already in L.A.? Or was this started when you were in San Francisco? Uh, it, it started in San Francisco. My first coffee shop job was actually working at the baseball stadium where the Giants play. Oh, that's I, cool I, for me. I, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I sold coffee there, and then, then I went to Pete's Coffee, and then I moved to L.A., and I worked at Coffee Bean there. Uh-huh. And then you were at Coffee Bean for, what, two or three years? Coffee Bean was one year, uh, or then, a little then, over a year, like a year and a half. Okay, and then how did you end up sliding into Legal Shield? Well, Legal Shield, actually, I guess there was a point to me going to college, uh, which was someone from one of my classes uh, was involved with Legal Shield, and um, <laughs> so he he had introduced me to it. I really uh, loved the concept, and... and that's kind of how it started while I was working at Coffee Bean and going to school. Um, that's how I, I got involved. I see. And uh, when you started with Legal Shield, explain to our audience um, how you got involved in it, how was it for you when you began, and like that kind of thing. Because most people right now, as we're talking, they don't even know what Legal Shield is yet. So why don't yeah. you uh, educate the listeners for a moment or two? Okay, yeah. Uh, what happened was I, I looked at it and, uh, you know, Legal Shield. Back then it had a different name. It was called Prepaid Legal. But um, I, I looked at what the company offers. And actually the way I connected it connected with it was the person who introduced me was uh, another fellow Israeli. Uh, so we spoke the same language. And he was a DJ, so we had the music connection. And he was genuinely just a cool guy. Oh, and we happened to know the same people in Israel, which is small world. So... Um, I trusted him, and, and he said, uh, hey, you know, I'm working on this business. I had no idea. I was thinking, okay, he's Israeli. He's working on a business. Maybe it's a moving company or selling uh, Dead Sea Salt at the mall. Whatever it is, it's better than coffee bean. So I was pretty much in. I was like, I was like okay, whatever it is, I, I'm in it. But, you know, I want to do it. And he actually uh, gave me a DVD about the company, and uh, I looked at what it was. And what I saw was a company that's creating a paradigm shift in the legal system. And I actually saw a lot of the philosophies that I believed in, uh, which is, um, you know, freedom and, and you know, independent thinking and, and just, I guess, not following the norm. I found those philosophies in, in the way the business model um, of Legal Shield was structured. And so I loved that. And I looked at the services that the company offers, first of all, and yes. I definitely saw the value in them for myself. So I yeah, said, and we'll get into that in more detail in a moment. Okay. So um, uh, I think a good way to start would be to uh, speak about the man who began prepaid legal and how he became involved with uh, creating this wonderful business. So why don't you tell yeah. us his story? Um, yeah, that's actually part of it. Uh, part of the the DVD that the, the the guy a friend of mine a friend of mine gave me from um, from college, 
he, it, it had information about legal shield, and it was comparing, it was talking about paradigm shift and um, how different industries were revolutionized by different people. And then it, it talked, then it got to the talking about Mr. Harlan C. Stonecipher. Uh, yes. Harlan Stonecipher was a school teacher, and he got involved in a car accident in 1969, and uh, he had all kinds of insurances to cover himself, health insurance because to pay for his medical bills, car insurance for his um, banged up car, and life insurance and whatnot. But he, what he didn't have was something to protect his legal rights, and he actually ended up getting sued for that car accident even though he was the highway patrol officer, cited the other party at fault. Because, you know, we're in America, we can sue anyone for anything. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of frivolous lawsuits. So this happened to be a frivolous lawsuit filed against him, and he had to actually spend his life savings in court defending himself, and uh, which is about three, three or $4,000. This is 1969, mind you. That's a lot more money today. Yes. And, and so he said, well, you know, the great country we are, America... You know, we have all these freedoms, but we don't have anything that protects our legal rights. He did a little bit of research, and he found out that in 1907, the company started in Europe that delivered legal protection for its, uh, for the, you know, customers. And instead of having to become uh, financially devastated whenever a situation occurred, they would be able to pay in monthly to have this protection. And so he bought the concept... And by the way, in 1969, when he looked at this concept in Europe, um, over 50% of countries in Europe already had this type of protection. So it started in 1907 in, other, in Europe and uh, was at 50%. Today, 80% of Europe has this type of service. And so he started the company here in the United States in 1972 with the vision of creating equal justice under law and making it a reality in America, which yeah. it, it still isn't actually. But. Yes. And part of his fantastic story is that uh, he had to scrimp and uh, claw to begin getting this business up. And at times he had to sell furniture and jewelry to make it uh, work. And over a 20-year period, he ended up with a very solid company. Yeah, yeah. he went He went through uh, quite an, a great American success story. I mean, he definitely put everything on the line to make this company work. It's not easy creating an industry, and that's what he did. Yes. Plus, from what you and I know about him, he's, he seems like a very nice human being, too. Well, yeah, I've met him a couple times, and yeah. he's, um, he just has a great, great heart. Yes. Yeah. He's kind of like the father of this company. Even Even when he passes eventually, he'll still always be in the minds of people who remember him at the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's get into more of the um, everyday issues with Legal Shield. And you're very good at presenting all this material. So why don't you, uh, if you want, you can make it like a briefing where you're now going to tell people how this business works. Sure. Uh, I'd love to do that. Um, well, Legal Shield, you know, I've been involved in it seven years and I've been able to help a lot of families. So I'll, I'll jump. I'll jump into what the service is. Are. So okay. Legal Shield, it's, it's a unique service and what we consider a priceless benefit. Well, hang and on. It, hang on. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield, Total Access. 
Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading Conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip, with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower, back with my guest, Jordan Kromf. And Jordan, you started to, to uh, explain about how Legal Shield works. Take it away. So essentially uh, what Legal Shield does is it, it gives you the ability to talk to an attorney on any matter without worrying about high hourly costs. And we know there are three reasons why people don't typically use attorneys. Uh, number one, they're intimidated by, intimidated by attorneys. Uh, number two, they don't know exactly where to find an attorney unless you have one in the family or a friend. And uh, thirdly, they're afraid of how much they will cost. So we take care of those three uh, challenges and really make it easier for the end user. Uh, basically, for, for a flat monthly fee, a family can have access to legal advice no matter how traumatic or trivial the situation can be. Because a lot of times people think legal situation, they think only those big once-in-a-lifetime things that... You know, you don't have a choice, you have to use an attorney. But really, the definition of a legal situation is any situation. If the use of an attorney would better the, better the outcome, then you might as well know what your rights are. Because, you know, etched in stone in the Supreme Court building, it says equal justice under law. But it's just yes. not true. They forgot to etch in there, how are you going to afford it? And we all know the color of justice is not black or white, but green. And you get just about as much justice as you can afford. Well, what Legal Shield is doing is 
leveling the legal playing field in this country. And uh, I think that's a pretty important cause because it's one of the three uh, pillars of the foundation of this country, which is the judicial system, and we're really correcting that. Yes. So uh, let's go through the different aspects here. We have uh, legal advice on limited issues. Talk about that. Right. So uh, what, what the uh, membership does, and, and just so you know, last year we, helped, we had over 2 million requests uh, for our service. Uh, so a lot of our members really get a, a lot of benefit out of this. Uh, what happens as a member is you, you, get, on, you get the card, the legal shield card. Wait, wait, let me let, let's, let's just be I want to be clear to the audience that this uh, legal shield is in uh, 49 of the 50 states. Uh, the only state it's not in is um, Alaska, and it's in half the provinces in Canada. So this is very yeah. well, widespread in North America. So, okay, Absolutely. go back to what you were saying, okay? So, legal advice on an unlimited number of issues. You're able to pick up the phone and speak with an attorney and find out what your rights are. And a lot of times what we do when we have a situation where we feel like we're being treated unfairly, we maybe Google the answer or ask a friend or, you know, kind of take our best shot at it. But wouldn't it make sense to have someone who is an expert in, in that area of your life, you know, of law, advising you on what are the best steps? I mean, wouldn't you think you'd be making smarter decisions and smarter moves? Wealthy people use attorneys all the time. The reason the average American doesn't is because of that, uh, that, that same situation, which is uh, they, they don't know how much it's going to cost and whatnot. So, right, what, right. What those so, so, so this legal advice, it's unlimited, and once they... Uh lock in for the program, it's very, it's very little money each month, and um, they can get all the unlimited issues they want from attorneys instead of having to pay 300 or $400 per hour. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, go on with the next part. There's letters and calls to be made on a person's behalf. Yeah, and I'll give you two examples of, of that. So they'll Please write do. letters and make phone calls on your behalf if you're being treated unfairly. Uh, I'll give you a, a, a typical example that people use attorneys for. But uh, basically what happened was I got in a car accident, and my insurance didn't want to cover something that they were supposed to cover, something that I signed up for. And I'm sure for the audience listening, and it's not the first time you're hearing about an insurance company not delivering on something they're supposed to do. Um, but what I was able to do was because of a letter written on my behalf by the law firm, I actually got... Um, was over $1,000 back from the insurance company. And so would I have used an attorney for that anyways? Maybe. But let me give you the second example. Yes. I went to see a movie at Arclight Cinema. And uh, what happened was it was a 3D movie, and the, the glasses I was using were battery-operated. For some reason, their glasses are battery-operated, the 3D glasses. And so I twice during the movie, the 3D glasses stopped working. In other words, their batteries ran out. So I had to exit the theater and get new 3D glasses and come back. And I missed different parts of the movie. It was a bad yeah. movie, but that doesn't matter. Um, so after the movie was over, I asked for my money back. I don't think I was asking for too much, um, considering that I missed certain parts of the movie and it was the theater's fault. And they said, sorry, you watched the whole movie. That's not our policy. And I kind of felt like, you know, I was being stepped on. And I, you know, typically what I would say is maybe I'd get mad and, uh, you know, get the runaround, ask for the supervisor. But all I did was I got some contact information from for the uh, 
theater and uh, actually had the attorneys write a letter. And I got $18 back free movie tickets and a letter of apology from Arclight Cinemas. Now, you might say that's silly, but, you know, again, it's the principle. It's my $18, and it doesn't matter how, again, traumatic or trivial the situation is. With Legal Shield, my rights are protected. Right. Then the next thing is uh, contracts and documents reviewed up to 10 pages. Yeah, and, uh, you know, people press and pray and hope for the best. You know, they, they sign things all the time, they later on regret but with Legal Shield, you get uh, ten up to ten pages included for free. Uh, I have a friend who had a wedding, and uh, the photographer had a. He said, "Oh, just sign here. I'll, I'll be your photographer." The standard contract. Well, my friend uh, told him, "Well, I want to have my attorney review it." Uh, the attorney reviewed it and found out that it, there was nowhere in the contract did it say when the photographer needed to deliver the finished product, the pictures. And so he said, "Do not sign this contract unless you add this clause in there," which he did. And uh, I'll tell you what, that photographer definitely knew that my friend meant business and did a great, great job. Uh, so that's just one little example there. Yeah, I can say, tell you that for me, in this, this current year, I saved over $15,000 in two business deals I was going to be part of. And uh, the, the attorney told me why this was not, would not be a good business decision. So I saved myself $15,000. So I was yeah. very pleased with that, and this is quite this is quite typical of what people can end up doing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows what's in those contracts? It's a different language, legalese. You know. So. Exactly. So then, also, let's talk about the will, the living will, and healthcare power of attorney. So yeah, seven out of ten Americans don't have a current updated will, and uh, while well, I'm in California, especially here, it's a probate state. Um, God forbid anything happens to you, uh, you know, over 50% of what you own goes to probate, and it's just a big mess. And so a will is just something very important to have. And typically people don't get a will because it costs 500 to $1,000 to have a professional drawn-up will done on your behalf. Well, legal, uh, legal Shield takes away that excuse, and they give you a will for free, and they'll give you one for your spouse as well for free if they get their will prepared within 60 60 days, that's six zero days of becoming a member. Yeah. And then they also get health care power of attorney where someone is designated to uh, take care of this person if they can't do it themselves. Right. Like the, the Terry Schiavo case is a great example of how yes. important that is. Yeah, she was on a life uh, preserver for, what, about 10 years, 12 years? Wow. Yeah. And then, I didn't even yeah. know it was that long. So I think it was very long. Yeah. So then we get to uh, traffic-related issues, which uh, can be quite complicated. Talk about that. Oh, part. yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this this part is uh, is actually great if, if for those of you that get speeding tickets. Um, I, I have a friend actually was driving back from Nevada to California, lives in California, got a speeding ticket. Um, but because this is a nationwide coverage, the only state it's not in is in Alaska, when they got back to California, they faxed in a ticket to the law firm, and that law firm faxed it into a different law firm in Nevada who actually had an attorney go to court on my friend's behalf and basically got uh, the speeding ticket amended to a parking citation. I don't know how you go from speeding to parked, but all I know is good attorneys know the judge. Uh, sorry, good attorneys know the law and great attorneys know the judge. I messed up that joke, but... Uh, the point is, yeah, you get uh, representation for defensible moving traffic violations. 
Yes. Now, some of the violations can be very horrendous if there's a vehicular manslaughter involved. It can be uh, pretty devastating, but if you have the membership of Legal Shield, you're in much better shape, obviously. Yeah, well, if, if God forbid that happens, you get in a car accident and someone's endangered of losing their lives, um, you, you can get charged with vehicular manslaughter or negligent homicide. And with Legal Shield, the legal uh, bills of that situation are covered win, lose, or draw. Yes, and that kind of segues into the next uh, part, which is trial defense, both pre-trial and representation of trial. So some of these vehicular manslaughter things can end up in... in uh, in court, and that can be very lengthy and very expensive. Very true. And so to offset those uh, legal bills, if anyone tries to sue you for a civil lawsuit or job-related criminal lawsuit, uh, you'll get a scheduled number of hours that are pre-trial and trial hours. Every year you keep the membership, it increases by 65 hours. So after five years of being a member as a way of saying thank you to you, uh, they they increase your hours to 335 hours in case anyone ever sues you. And uh, that's longer than, I mean, if you're wondering how many, I mean, how how, many, how much is that, 335 hours? That's longer than OJ, the O.J. Simpson trilogy. Yes. Um, so uh, you're def- if you need more hours than O.J. Simpson needed, uh, you need something more than uh, legal protection. I think you need to start praying. <laughs> yes. Now, another issue uh, is IRS audit assistance. Talk about that. Uh, yeah, IRS, uh, you get 50 hours of a tax attorney's time in the event uh, you get involved involved in an audit. And, uh, you know, what we found out is uh, auditors work on commission. Sometimes they, they their goal is to get the most amount of money out of you. And there are situations where they ask you questions that uh, they're actually not allowed to, but if you answer them, they can hold it against you. And so uh, what you'll get uh, with this portion is you'll have 50 hours where a tax attorney will help you prepare and even go with you to the audit. So the questions are directed to your attorney instead of to you. Yeah. Yes. And we, we know of cases where uh, someone was being audited by the IRS for a, uh, the IRS and they owe uh, $18,000. And after the IRS attorney was in there working with the uh, government, it ended up that the person... Uh, only only had to spend five dollars, yeah, not eighteen hundred. Yeah. Sorry. So we're going to take a break and come back shortly. Hang on, everybody. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. 
Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip! Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower with my guest, Jordan Kromf who's one of the top guys in the uh, people, period, guys or gals, uh, in Legal Shield in Southern California. He's one of the main uh, people who helps everybody else get what they need to get. And, uh, Jordan, we were talking about the services. We were talking about the IRS audit. Let's talk about, let's for a moment skip the 25% member discount. We'll get back to that. Talk about the 24-7 emergency access. Right. So there are legal situations that happen uh, beyond nine to five, uh, and some of them are emergency situations. And so in those situations, what you're able to do is actually get an attorney on the line. If you're being questioned, detained, or arrested, or maybe uh, officers are intending to remove your children from your custody, um, you can even call at two o'clock in the morning, uh, Christmas Eve. They have Jewish attorneys who pick up. Uh, I can say that because I celebrate Hanukkah. But, yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, what happens is, as a, as a member of Legal Shield, you do have that twenty four seven access in case of a legal emergency. Every day of the year. Every day of the year. And you'll get someone within three rings, or you'll get an attorney to speak to you. Yeah, I've tested it out myself. I, yes. My car accident was. Uh, I got in a car accident. It was It was nine p.m. at night, and uh, I, I didn't know if the other party was injured. I was scared, so I instead of calling my mommy, <laughs> I called. Uh, I called an attorney, which definitely gave me some good advice. Yes. And then to talk about the online legal forms we have. Online legal forms. So basically we have over 100 uh, legal documents that you have access to, uh, things, uh, documents that you typically pay for maybe through LegalZoom, but as a member you have access to them for free uh, as a member. And uh, what will happen is you can fill those out or the attorney will walk you through filling them out. Uh, you can fax it into the attorney, and he'll, you know, they'll make whatever corrections or in- recommendations. And um, so, yeah, th- those are the online legal forms. Yes. Now let's talk about uh, uh, identity theft. It's a huge problem. And, and uh, talk about the company that we're connected with that does the identity theft. Well, absolutely, it is a huge problem. It's either happened to you or to someone you know at this point. And there are two things that people are miseducated about when it comes to identity theft. Uh, number one, they think that if they don't shop online or if they shred their information or 
They don't give out their social, that they're safe. But in reality, you can't prevent identity theft. Everywhere you've ever gone to school, seen a doctor, applied for a job, um, they all have your information. These companies, uh, Bank of America had their, their information stolen. The DMV, uh, you know, U- UCLA's alumni's information was stolen. So um, all it takes is one disgruntled employee to sell your information. And I heard there are quite a few of those disgruntled employees out there, Jonathan. So, um, you know, there's no way of preventing it. The second thing people yeah. in this education is about are, uh, is, a, is the fact that uh, what type of identity theft protection to get. Uh, you know, there are various companies out there, I don't want to name any names, but um, what they do, if you look at the fine print, they, they do some good things. They do monitoring and notifications, but in the event of identity theft, they might have a money guarantee, but they don't have the most important thing, which is identity restoration, which means yes. uh, that they will completely restore, uh, you know, let's say, uh, let's say your house was on fire, and the police, I mean, the fire department um, didn't put out the flames. They just gave you a hose to do it yourself. Uh, well, that's what those other companies are doing versus what we offer through Kroll Background of America. It, by the way, Kroll is the leading risk consulting firm in the world. They have, they have ex-CIA, FBI agents who will do the res- restoration for you. They will completely put out the flames and, uh, you know, even put fur back on your cat, you know, metaphorically speaking, in other yes. words, they will restore your identity so you don't have to worry about it, which typically uh, to do that process, it can cost you uh, thousands of dollars and hundreds of your hours to restore your identity, but you don't have to worry about that with our program. So let's move on to um, how people can also earn money in this if they want to become an associate and uh, find other people who want this product. How do they go about doing that to tell our audience? Absolutely. Well, our company, we've been around for 40 years. Right now, we're protecting 1.4 million families across across uh, North America and Canada, and that's about 4 million people. And the way we've grown to that uh, size of a company, which is half a billion dollars a year, is all through word of mouth. Uh, just a member sharing it with a friend, uh, you know, just referring it to other people. Uh, I mean, let me give you an example. If you've ever recommended someone to go see a good movie or go eat at a good restaurant, it's the same concept here, except you actually get paid for doing that whenever they decide to enroll. And that's what really caught my attention because I wasn't a salesperson. In fact, I was kind of quiet and shy talking to people. Yes. But I had no problem telling someone about something that I like or referring them to a DVD that does the presenting for me or a website or whatnot. And uh, so that's really how it is. It's a very simple business, uh, just word of mouth. And uh, what will happen is, uh, you know, we get paid – um, different ways. Do you want me to get into that? Or? Sure, go ahead with a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you, whenever you refer someone, and by the way, you don't even need to do all the explaining. Uh, we have pre-recorded overviews. We have flip charts, uh, live events that take place all across the country. So when you get someone in front of the information and they decide they want to purchase the plan. Oh, by the way, uh, we didn't touch on prices, how much the plan costs. Did you want me to? Sure. Okay. Well, mention uh, so, both the, mention for both the uh, uh, for people who want the insurance and also for people who want to be associates. Okay. Yeah. So the membership for the legal services it's a monthly fee of thirty five dollars and ninety five cents a month. Now that's our expanded plan that includes the identity theft shield and the membership covers the member, spouse, and dependent children up to the age of eighteen or twenty three if they're full time students. 
living anywhere in the United States, and any physically or mentally children are covered covered for life with that membership, the 3595 plan. We actually have cheaper plans as well if if people um, can't afford that. Um, now, uh, to become a marketing associate, uh, what happens is, well, they, they're going to give you uh, everything you need to be able to share this with people, DVDs, brochures, applications, set you up with your own website, a training class, um, a bunch of different things, and uh, all of that is a one-time fee of $149. That's, again, if you want to become a marketing associate and offering this to others. So, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to everything we wanted to. So, uh, Jordan, maybe we'll have another go at this to finish up at another time. And I may be speaking to just you and me and not to the audience. Okay. So um, I guess that's it. So we didn't get into much detail with the membership, but they they got the idea a teeny bit at least. Yeah. All right, Jonathan. Well, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, you can listen to it later on, and um, maybe we'll have an encore presentation at some point and continue with the rest of it. And thank you so much for being... Uh, here to talk to my listeners. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you My soon. pleasure. And I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening today. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Human Behavior, What a Trip! with Dr. Jonathan Brower on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have fun experiencing your human behavior. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.